Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Welcome, SOBs, to Stream of Blood and tonight's installment of Vampires of Pittsburgh, a Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition. Now, we only have two players tonight because one of our players, his character is in Torpor. So, uh, RIP, Miles Vanderbuck, God save the Vanderbuck. Uh, he will rise again, or will he? That's sort of up to... Uh, the players in our next couple games, I think. Maybe maybe tonight uh, they can solve that. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I create a loose plan, and then they destroy it. So we'll find out. Here we go. I'm going to set the scene. Um, your car comes careening around the corner. You decided to go back to the church, you recall. Uh, actually, we might need a little bit more of a recap. Let's, let's go back just a little bit. Last session, everything went completely haywire because Miles Vanderbuck had tried to attack Mary with a stake. Yeah. Um, you two were dealing with a riot among the Anarchs as Miles mm-hmm. was sort of uh, trading blows with uh, Mary, who is, uh, by all appearances, some sort of elder kindred. Miles actually ha- happened to be able to escape out the back window of the church. Uh, you guys sort of followed as fast as you could, but you were dealing with the anarchs inside the church who were unpredictable, to put it mildly. Uh, at one point, Jen Brown almost got accused of staking Erasmus when, in fact, Miles had done that. Mary followed Miles out into the street in the form of an enormous black goat that then mm-hmm. overturned cars and was sort of going berserk. She seemed to be in some sort of frenzy. Uh, Miles used the chaos to escape. You guys uh, managed to call Mary, and Jen Brown specifically managed to call Mary and sort of actually get through to her. Um, And then you both set off to find Miles because the Anarchs were going on kind of a whole like mob hunt for him with pitchforks and torches. Not torches because the vampires hate fire, but you get me. Um, And Miles, man, he almost made it. He almost made it. He had taken a lot of aggravated damage from Mary's claws. And he, he made it back to his car near the bridge uh, where you initially met all these guys. And I don't know, the rolls weren't in his favor. And one of the Anarchs found him and shot him with an automatic weapon. And he went into torpor. Um, you guys arrived very shortly thereafter and managed to retrieve his body. And that brings us to the current moment. You decided to go back to the church, a fateful decision. You could have ran with him. You uh-huh. could have said, we're going to ditch these guys. We don't like these guys either, but you decided to go back. And so now your car's careening around the corner. 
uh, back to St. Michael's Church. And I can tell you that in front of the church is total chaos. There are cars <laughs> overturned and on fire. Oh, Anarchs God. are running everywhere. You see Erasmus in the middle of the chaos, his like face kind of lit by the flames, like furiously texting because that's how much of a dork he is. He's like sending out messages <laughs> to everybody and he's going, burn out, burn out. Uh, and you pull up. Uh, what would you like to do? How would you like to interact with this scene? Um, okay. Okay. I'm in the car. I'm like, and all the while muttering, it's the right thing. Right? I did the right, it's the right thing. I mean, we it, can't go back. It's fine. We, it's fine. It's, it's okay. I, I, um, and then it's shaking it off and uh and uh pulling up like I'm gonna get as close to Erasmus as possible. Great. He immediately like, spots you. Me. He immediately Great. spots you. He puts his phone down and uh he looks in the back seat and he sees the body of Miles Vanderbuck, which mm-hmm. uh is just a corpse now, a corpse that's riddled with bullets. Miles sits there, his eyes still open, <laughs> glazed over, you know, blank. I mean, it's it's death. If we're all by all appearances, it is true death. And he says, okay, put Miles in the back of the van and uh, uh, everybody scatter, scatter, okay? He, uh, uh, I want uh, I want Jen and Curtis and Cross and Kenya. You're with me. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we're not leaving him. Hold up. Yeah. No, one's no, no, no. Come with me in the van. Come on. Remind me whose car I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe that you are in Miles's car. Miles's car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, the car question has always yeah, yeah. been one that has that has. Yes, I love our car. We, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're always dealing with the cars. Yes, absolutely. It's miles. I'm I'm certain of it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. All okay. right. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I hop out with Ruby. Grab Miles. Drag him to the van, not leaving us his side. And, uh, but, but before I, and, um, yeah, I'll set him there, but I want to run back to the car. If there's any other stuff, like in, in terms of like, I have my pistol, my knife, are there stakes and other weapons in there? Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, the, it, I mean, whatever you, you, you packed in there, it's there. Yeah. Um, um, great. Um, I think there was, there was a, there was a rifle, right? I think so. Yeah, Great. I, there was. Great. I've got that and I and I run over there as well. Okay, so you but you are taking Miles into the back of the van, is that what I hear? And but not leaving aside, yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean again, you're just lifting a dead body into this van and it's really kind of um disturbing to see your friend totally lifeless like this. Um you you haven't been a kindred for very long, so to you, it is death. I mean, that's how it. you still feel the human emotions that you would feel from a friend dying. Um, you hear Erasmus go, Cross, take care of those witnesses. Uh, and you suddenly both notice that there is a teenage boy on the street who is oh, filming boy. everything. And there's a woman like looking out of her like front door and uh, Cross the huge muscly guy with you know the black cross tattoo across his face gestures to two of his guys and they start heading toward uh this woman and this boy i'm going to i'm going to um check to make sure that curtis has miles and then i'm going to rush forward um and uh no one would have booze on them i guess um, uh, I don't think that they would. I mean, I, but I think it's safe to say that you might have a flask or something. Jennifer. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, can I, think I that that's probable. Um, can I swig it and then mm-hmm. 
I'm going to approach Cross and go, what are you going to do? He, um, he kind of like looks down at you like, oh, you're talking to me now. And then he kind of goes, they're coming with us. And then I can erase their memory. I can erase their memory. You don't have to do anything to them. Isn't the whole point of you guys, you want to be fucking ethical or whatever. Just don't hurt them. I can erase their memory. Who, who told you I want to be ethical? I want to win this war. Well, they're not part of it. All right. Erase their memory now. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that urn isn't anywhere, is it? Um, actually, you now see Erasmus has put it into a rolly bag. And he's rolling it. Yes, a rolly bag. Like a <laughs> oh, dignity. What kind yeah. of silly operation are we a part of now? Uh, well, truly, I mean, truly. And he is rolling it over to the van. Okay, I'm going to go and I'm not going to ask traveler him. traveler at the Hyatt Regency. <laughs> I'm going to, I guess, spoon a little bit into my mouth. Oh, you're not even. So Erasmus is like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's. It's like shooting up heroin. It, it's it's kindred vitae once it t- touches this urn, uh, and it stayed it stayed very full considering everybody was like taking swigs from it. Um, yeah, you're empowered and uh, your hunger is once again at zero. Okay. Um, so yeah, you've mixed blood and vodka, which is the Jen Brown signature drink. What would you like to do? I want to go up to um, both of those people. And I'm going. I'm going to try to erase what they saw. Okay, so um, you're walking toward them. Uh, Erasmus, like, after you take a, uh, like, you drink out of the urn, he's like, hey, hey, but you just keep walking, uh, and uh, you are approaching uh, the teenage boy who's, like, Uh filming. Uh Uh, You pass Cross, who's kind of, like, still standing in the middle of the street watching the kid, and uh, behind the teenage boy, I mean, you know, 100 yards back, you know, kind of looking out of her window, and she looks like she's on the phone, is the old woman. Okay, I'm going to go to her first. Um, okay, great. Uh, when you start approaching her house, she doesn't look scared of you. Little Jen Brown, who sure. doesn't have a pale face or anything. So she's just talking into her phone and looking right at you. But she is she does have like glass between you and her. And she's just like talking to her phone. Oh, so can she hear me? Um, I think she can. I mean, it's just thin glass. If you if you speak loudly, she'll be able to hear you. Okay, so I'm. I want to... I forget what this power is called, but I want to erase her memory. So I basically want to say, you're going to tell whoever you're talking to on the phone that you're having a night terror. You're going to tell them everything's fine and you're going to hang up. Okay. You're going to cloud her memory. Yes. Uh, And uh, to do that, you're going to roll your charisma plus dominate. Okay. Your dominate is one dot right now. You just kind of powered yourself up. Um, Okay. For people who know about such things, the urn kind of contains a lot of different resonances. So for a thin blood, it can kind of energize any type of discipline that they want to use. The urn does a lot of things. Uh Okay, um, You are going to cloud her memory and you are going to, let's see here. You don't even need to rouse to do this. You're just going to say that to her. Let's see if it works. She she gets to roll her. Oh, she does. With plus resolve. Oh no, only vampires do. Forget that. Okay, great. Ah. Mm. No, ro- just still. I want to know. Nice. I want to see how well you do. 
Two successes. Two successes. Um, you see her kind of like lose interest in what's going on outside and kind of move back into her house as she's like putting the phone down. Okay, great. Now I'm going to uh, boogie back to the teen. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what the kids say. Has, how do you do, Philippine? <laughs> he filmed what you just did. Okay, great. I'm going to take another swing of swig of my flask. Yeah. And I'm going to say, um, you're going to hand me the phone. You're going to... Um, how how much can I do, actually? Um, well, um, it's more like you, you have to just kind of make the last couple uh, memories go away, which worked for the right. lady, but... Okay, um, I have an idea. Okay, so I'm going to say, yeah. you're going to give me the phone. You're going to remember that your friend was telling you about a film set and that you came to sneak on and try to see what was going on of the movie being filmed. And uh, as soon as he's <laughs> done, I'm going to be like, hey, what are you doing here? Get out of here, basically. Yeah. You're not He's allowed like, here. He starts going, what are you talking about? And then you need to roll your uh, your uh, dice pool again, which, as we said, is a charisma plus dominate. One success. One success. Okay. He's like, I'm not giving you my phone. <laughs> what are you guys filming? <laughs> oh, it didn't work. God damn it. Um. Kid, what are you doing here? You're not allowed to be here. This is a closed set. Okay, geez, like, relax. Give me what your you phone. Can I? No. Um. No. I'm gonna look he over. He's running. He starts. And running? he's running toward Cross. Uh. I'm just gonna act like it's. I'm just gonna act like it's all the same thing. And be like, get that kid's phone, please. Um, Cross. Uh, let's see. Yep, and now let's have our boy. Uh-huh. Okay, Cross easily grabs the kid, gets him in some sort of lock, makes him drop the phone, and goes, you made a big mistake, kid, and starts pushing him toward the vans. <laughs> no, uh... Hey, we're good. I just need to get the phone to wipe the footage. We're good. You said you'd make him forget. He doesn't know what's going on. Like, can I, can the kid hear me if I talk to Cross? Yeah, I mean, he's, Cross is holding the kid in front of him okay. right now. He knows that this is a closed set. His friend told him about some movie being shot here, and he knows he shouldn't be here. The and so I'm going to. terrified. The kid's like shaking. <sighs> so I'm going to delete the stuff off of his phone, and then we can let him go. We don't need to get him in any more trouble. He's just an idiot. Okay. Um, I, that sounds like a composure plus persuasion role to me. And sure Cross, does. Cross is um, a dangerous character, so uh, I need three successes. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, you get one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you re-roll with some willpower. Or are you out? You get one point back at the beginning of the session, you'll recall. I can try. Okay. Oh, I got four successes. Then. There oh. you go. He goes, fine. Pushes the kid to the ground and heads back to the vans and like the trucks that are all starting to peel out now. I'm going to um, grab the phone. Yeah, the phone was kind of laying on the ground already. You got it. I'm going to quickly, I assume I know how to do this. I'm going to quickly yeah. delete the entire, like everything. I'm not even going to try to be discerning. I'm just going to like wipe his phone and then hand it back. Right. To him. 
I think that uh, Jen Brown, uh, your character concept doesn't that you don't have to roll for this. You just kind of ow, it's done. Um, uh, so uh, you throw the kid back his phone, and he's just kind of like sitting there, kind of shaking. Uh, and Cross and his goons are kind of moving out. Uh, they pulled like a bus around, and they're moving out, and everybody's moving out. And Erasmus uh, is watching as Mary gets into the back of the van uh, over where you are, Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of slowly like lifts herself up into the van, uh, and they're waiting for you. There's also a kindred in the back of the van uh, who doesn't need to get pink. It's a, a young black woman. Uh, who you had not spoken to before or met before, but she's waiting back there uh, beside Mary. Um, and they're waiting for you. Okay. I'm going to just tell him, I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep up the ruse and basically be like, kid, scram. Okay. Just get out of here. You know, you're not supposed to be here. Get out. He's yeah. He, you've convinced him. He gets up. Okay. and he runs. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I go to the van. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you get in the back of the van, Curtis. Are you uh, are you ready to haul yeah, out? I, I, I've, I've been just kind of watching all this, making sure things look. She looks relatively safe, and then as she starts heading back, I'm like, yeah, come, 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 come. Um, now Erasmus is driving you very quickly through the streets of Pittsburgh, and while he's driving, you can see that he seems like he was so calm and collected and smarter than everybody before, but. It really feels like his cool has been a bit shaken. Uh, and he keeps kind of looking back, kind of like glancing back at Mary, like, oh, God, like, you know, uh, and you feel like he's about to say something, but he never quite says it. Let me know if you want to do anything on the ride. Otherwise, I will set the next scene. So there's a kindred that we don't know who they are. That's right. There's a young black woman. Um, she's got a big head of hair. She's got kind of like, very like youthful clothes, like a hoodie and like, you know, uh, jeans uh, and, uh, you know, a bunch of necklaces. And she's kind of like sitting there kind of eyeing you all and kind of eyeing Mary and kind of just riding in the back of the van with you. Did we see her in the meeting before? You did. The... Okay. You did. Um, but there were a lot of faces in there. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really get a chance to really uh, talk with anybody. Um, but okay. you do remember Erasmus yelling. You know, I want Mary, I want Cross, I want Curtis and Jen, and I want Kenya to come with me. Her name's Kenya. Okay. okay. Um, I, I want to, if I'm, so Miles is there laid out. Ruby yeah. there. He's in I between want, all of you. It feels a little bit like a wake. Mm-hmm. Okay, got him. I want to, I want to lock eyes if I can with Mary. Okay. And just begin, like, just begin thinking, not saying, but thinking, like, just you said you would teach me. You said you would teach me. Ooh. You <laughs> said you would teach me. Um, and um, you see, uh, you see kind of her eyes meet yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hear a voice in your head say, patience. First, you must accept the angel inside of you. You must be ready to let it out. This takes time. No one hears this because you guys are speaking telepathically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. So you see Curtis with like a one vein on his head kind of. <laughs> <shaking>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one like feet of blood coming out of the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question. Okay. Miles did go into torpor before when his arm got ripped off or no? He did that one time. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I don't know if it was full torpor, but he was in a very, very bad straits. And I fed him, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fed him. You fed him from your own arm. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that now, assuming that that's. I, w- I think I would assume I could do something similar. So. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. You start to do that, and uh, Kenya goes Erasmus, and he looks back, and he goes, "No, no, 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 Jen, stop, stop it. Okay, we all have to talk about that. Okay, we have to talk about Miles." What do you mean, talk about him? Like you're not going to let us revive him? Not yet, okay? Just not yet. Can, we, can I just get us to a safe place? Where are yeah, we going? The camera is going to be down on us in seconds if I don't get us to our next bolt hole. We're going to the blast furnaces. Uh, and that's when he starts to pull in. Uh, you've been driving about a half an hour. He starts to pull into this structure on the banks of the Monongahela River. This enormous, uh, like industrial complex. The towers loom up above you like towers in Mordor. They're like these huge uh, industrial, yeah, like that. Um, and you see an old sign that says "Carry Blast Furnaces." Um, he pulls uh, into uh, through where the gate would have been and into like a huge kind of internal courtyard area surrounded on three sides by these enormous blast furnaces they're the, they, they're so big that they form part of the buildings themselves um and that was carry blast furnaces which you just saw um which is a real abandoned location in pittsburgh pennsylvania oh, cool. so yeah um another perfect place for a blood rave <laughs> i know right yeah uh, unfortunately it's maybe not time to blood rave right now. Yeah. Um, Rasmus like parked, and you notice that uh, Cross's bus is like pulling in as well, and him and uh, two of his guys are like getting out of that, and he's like, "Okay, everybody out, everybody out, everybody out." Um, and you realize also that it's probably getting pretty near dawn. Uh, you probably have an hour and a half, an hour, uh, before dawn. Um, and uh. That he's having, he's now Erasmus is now outside, and he's telling Cross to come over, and he's conferring with him. Uh, Kenya is getting out of the van. Mary is just sitting there beside Miles's corpse, looking at both of you. Mm-hmm. Let's get him out of here, huh? Let's get, get him somewhere van. safe and out of the sun. Um, um, when you go to carry him, Mary helps you. Mm, great. And in fact, if you don't mind, she's just going to kind of put him on shoulder okay she's little and he's like a six foot (laughs) two guy and she's just kind of like carrying him easily um and you see that you know these buildings like uh they have these big kind of garage like doors uh and then you can go back very deep into them back behind a lot of industrial machinery um to the furnaces themselves which have big uh big hatches that you can open up but um they're sort of these enormous i don't know funnel shaped machines they look scary um and she kind of like 
lays him down back in an area where the sun wouldn't reach, even if it was full noon, uh, and then kind of like sits down and starts to sit vigil over him. So she's in a safe space where there's no, um, there's no light that could stream in or anything. No, it doesn't look like there, there would be any light streaming in. Um, if you look around, you kind of see that it looks like some holes in the ceiling have been shored up. Uh, there's like, tarps that have been carefully kind of tied off and things it looks like there is some evidence that people someone has been here and kind of fixed this up as a haven a little bit okay um i like to approach her sort of cautiously and sit on the other side of miles great and say um a devil has taken hold of him and we need to figure out how to break that bond. Do you know how? You are talking about redemption. In a sense. She looks you in the eye and she goes, talk to me about redemption. Why did God redeem Saul at Damascus? Uh, I'm not really up on my religious studies, to be honest. She just stares at you. If you'd like, you could try rolling something to answer this. Um, and I think that this is kind of an important conversation. So you can go off and think about it, Jen Brown. Or you is can Curtis try around? I'm Curtis here. is with you. Yeah, Curtis mm -hmm. is with you. Either of you could roll something to kind of try to figure out how to answer this or how to kind of handle this conversation. Yeah, what what would the role be? Well, I think that it would either be uh, an academics role, perhaps, uh, an intelligence plus academics role if you wanted to kind of pull out your biblical knowledge. Okay. Or if you wanted to um, just answer in a spirit that uh, in a way that you think that she would appreciate or approve of, then you might roll insight. You might roll your wits plus insight. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can, can I say that like maybe through his time and when, when, when Curtis spent time in NA, he's, 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 he's sat through enough religious uh, services to know some broad strokes and, Maybe just comes up and like he just got struck by a by a light. He was converted by the light of God. That's right. So you know the story. But why did God redeem him? I don't know. That will let us know why we should redeem your friend Miles. Because she maybe looks down at him again. Maybe God saw some potential in him that other that that other people didn't see. Maybe saw some potential in the society didn't see. And and this he's got potential. He's a good person, a powerful person. He doesn't deserve to just die in the street. Good. A good person. Oh, <laughs> uh, good and evil. They're nothing 
and compare them to the power of God. And maybe I should just say that he saved my, he saved me a few times. So maybe we owe him one. I think I would like to be alone now. But I, I made a uh, wits plus insight roll and I got four successes. Ooh. Then you can say one final thing. You know that a good answer for her might be something about how she always talks about how the beast is an angel inside you. You know, like, why did why did God redeem Saul? Because, I, you know, maybe something like the beast can't be tamed or I don't know, like uh, the, the truth is a beast, you know, something like that. You think mm-hmm. that something like that might show that you've learned uh, something from her sermon. Okay. So I'm going to say um, there is a there is a beast within Miles. And when we met him, it was untamed. It, would, it, it was the most untamed of all of us, and someone has tamed it. The person that you saw was not Miles. We know Miles. And the beast within him is strong, but it's been shackled, and it needs help to be set free. Well, let me spend some time with him then. And she kind of like caresses his cheek with her claws. Oh, God. Um, But she's kind of just like, you know, sitting Indian style, like watching over him. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And, um, where are you guys? Hey, Erasmus comes to the back and he's like, Oh, hi. He immediately gets nervous again when Smarry's there. <laughs> He's like, okay, come on. Time to uh, bed down. It's going to be done any second now. Hey, do you know what she's doing with him? She's Mary. She looks at him. Just uh, keep him safe for right now. She just sort of nods. We, we, we'll discuss... We'll discuss Miles tomorrow. Now, come on. And he goes over to one of the furnaces and <laughs> opens the hatch. And is like, you guys are in here. Can I check? Can I see? Like, this is disconnected. There's no way this shit could just turn on and burn us. Right. Uh, you could check that, actually. Okay. You could check that. You need to give me, you know, you you have good technology skill, but uh-huh. not in this particular type of technology. But right. still, your technology skill is useful. Give me an intelligence plus technology role, and I need three successes. If I don't give you three successes in this role, I'm throwing my computer. I gave you a critical a seven, seven successes. <laughs> Aha. Um, Erasmus... Uh, goes what are you afraid it's going to turn on or something like it would take a team of guy weeks a team of guys weeks to get this whole place up and running are you kidding me uh jen brown you know for certain that you know you notice that people have been in here fixing it up and you know for certain that this thing can turn on you can i go and just turn it on to show him yeah you could do that <laughs> what were you saying um, you turn it on and suddenly the flames go up 
And everybody needs to roll their willpower, including our friend Erasmus. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot that we could just get spooked from. Okay. I have no willpower. <laughs> um, that's okay. You can, I think you can still, oh, no, I think that you should. Damn, let me check. I think that you should roll what you have left. Okay, well, that's a failure. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you failed. All right. Let's just, let's just call it a failure. Let's call it a failure. Uh -huh. Curtis, how did you do, my friend? <laughs> One success. Okay. And Erasmus, let's see how he did. Erasmus is fine. Um, but he kind of goes <sighs> for a second. Um, uh, Jen, you are a thin blood, so you're not quite as affected by these things sometimes. Uh -huh. So, but you, you are like, you, you turn it on and then you're kind of like, you have to get away from it. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Like you have to scatter away from it. And you know how I told you like that, that first night you all bedded down in your haven, like you're kind of moving like animals, like at some points. Like Jen Brown just turned on the furnace and then went and then like had to move back, like <laughs> skitter back, like backward, like almost. Can like I turn animal. it off again? Can I like skitter forward and turn it off again? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to go up to Erasmus and say, um, what were you saying? It was, it was insurance. Okay. I don't know whether I can trust you guys. I just, I need right. some info from you. All right. I need there are some things that I need to know, okay, if this is going to go off like the way it needs to. And, and uh, this was just insurance to make sure that um, I should have I'm sorry. should have stake in your heart. And I'm going to go. Are the, are the uh, cars backed up, like blacked out, I should say? The cars are blacked out. Yes, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold out my hand and go, keys. He puts them in your palm. We're sleeping in a van and then i leave and i follow i, I get and i assume that that one success didn't cause me to flame out you didn't flame out no okay, you cool. didn't you didn't uh you didn't flame out freak. okay uh yeah so i just walked past with with ruby just like maintaining eye contact on on him so, actually okay. can i can i grab curtis's hand and say do you want to leave her in here to look after miles mm -hmm. I don't know if that's much good considering she can control it better than I can. And in fact, when you say that, you suddenly see that Mary is like sitting there and uh, Ruby mm. is like licking her hand and licking oh. the ends of her claws. She may be staying no matter what I say. Okay. I'm just gonna fucking trust that Mary doesn't turn miles to ash i guess and go into the van great um you're in the van and uh as you're shutting it you hear erasmus call out across you know already that the sky is turning blue you know it's not full dark anymore you can hear birds start to chirp birds that have nested in all the little crannies of this old like furnace complex and you hear erasmus go we're talking about this in the morning um, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you shut the van door and uh, the rest is hazy as it always is when you slumber as one of the kindred. Uh, you don't quite remember. It's not like a human who lays down and 
rolls around and scrolls their phone. It's like, uh, just like Miles, soon you are dead in the back of that van as the sun comes up outside. And the next thing you know, ha, you are back. And you must both make a rouse roll for me to see if you've gotten hungrier uh, rousing yourself for the evening. I have. Great. Add one hunger. Okay. I have, I have not. Okay. Um, you're okay. Um, you got a six or higher, so you um, don't have more hunger. Um, and yeah, you can exit the van. If you need to talk about next moves, feel free to do that. Um, I can tell you that maybe if you pop open the door of the van to kind of see what it looks like outside, the uh, other kindred are rousing themselves. Cross is on one end of the courtyard with his two guys uh, in front of their bus. Uh, Erasmus is sitting with the kindred Kenya uh, closer to the building where uh, Mary and Miles are uh, sitting. Uh, but they're deeper in the building. You'd have to go and check on them if you'd like to. I feel like we should talk before we leave the van, yeah. probably. Um, so we haven't, let's say we haven't opened the door yet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, what are we doing here? We were getting away from the vampires who were trying to use us, right? Trying to strike out on our own, right? Trying to be uh, more independent, yeah? Yeah. More powerful. Erasmus doesn't know what he's doing. He's just got his ultimate weapon. But it's clear that all these people, they're about to fight a war. And she's there racing the hole. Well, as someone that knows more about war than me, what do you think we should do here? If I'm going to make myself useful here, then I can lend them my services. I mean, because what they're going to do, if the Prince, Sonia, Jackson, the rest of them are the power in town, then what we're going to be running is an insurgency. The question is, are you up for that? Is this what you want to sign up for? I don't trust them. I don't trust the Camarilla. We have an in now with Mary, it seems like. As I see it, we have two options. We can fall in line, or we can try to take a bit more of a prominent place in this group. Instead of just putting our fate in the hands of incompetent fucks like Erasmus. You saw him, he he couldn't even keep his shit together. That guy's no leader. He just fucking thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. There is a third option. Just hit the gas and drive until we can't drive anymore. Something tells me that's putting a target on us any worse than we ever had before. Bang, 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 bang. Someone is knocking on the side of the van. 
Yeah. We need to have a talk. Um, I open the door. Erasmus is standing there. He has Cross and his two guys behind him. Talk. Top of the evening. Look, I mean, it's 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 no it's no uh, it's no joke. We we've definitely gotten off on the wrong foot, but I uh, I really do want you to be a part of this. So uh, you have a funny way of showing it. I'm done. I'm done talking in circles. Your butt, okay? Why us? Well, for starters, you know things that. I need to know if we are going to win this fight. Come outside, please. Please come out. I feel comfortable here. Okay, we'll talk here. We can we can talk here. Um, Kenya. She starts to walk over. I hate them too. I I know that you hate them. Right? Ross and her people, they, they make this, this whole thing that we're part of, they make it unlivable, insufferable. We, we can't go on as their puppets all the time. I mean, am I wrong about that? Failing to see how this is any less of a manipulative situation. How is it less? I'm offering you a way to feed ethically. We move the blood from the hospitals into the urn, and then it's clean. You can stomach it. Do you understand? Like, we don't have to hunt people anymore. But if we want it to work, we have to take this city and hold it. And you need our information and intelligence to do it. How the hell are you going to take them on? What's your strategy? Yeah, I have 40 Anarchs, okay, who I just sent a message to. They're coming here tonight, okay? And, And we have Mary, right? Mary, uh, she is very strong. And you can't control her. Well, that's okay, because we agree on the uh, underpinning philosophy of this uh, crusade. We do. She and I have an understanding. We do. Okay, so maybe now we can talk, right? I feel like I'm getting through to you, right? Kenya, tell them. Tell them. Tell them about your life. Tell them what has happened to you. Kenya kind of gives him sort of a look like she doesn't quite trust him either. And then she looks at you guys and she tells her story. She, uh, uh, I'll give you the the high points. All right. She's from uh, Detroit. Um, she's a thin blood. Um, she's been looking for a way to ethically sustain her existence. She can't stomach bagged blood she can't feed on animals she thinks it's barbaric she can't feed from living humans 
like it makes her want to destroy herself every day. So when she heard there might be another way or there might be something different going on in Pittsburgh, she got in the first car and drove all night. And when she got here, she found that, yes, he had he had a way, a way forward. And so she's asking you guys to help Erasmus. And he says, thank you. And then he looks at you guys. So that's what's at stake here, okay? She wanted to destroy herself, all right? Now I'm going to ask you some questions. And he actually pulls up his uh, like phone again and looks at what he needs to ask you. And he says, uh, where is the haven of uh, Sonia Nowak? Come on. Do you know the kind of things that she's done? Jen, Jen seems indisposed. Oh, she does. <laughs> yeah. Oh. For a second, these are very intense gays. Oh, no. no. Yeah, I, I actually was so busy with my role playing, I didn't realize. Are you okay, Ashley? Uh, my internet keeps, I'm plugged into Ethernet, but it keeps like buffering. I'm so and you sorry. Guys are just gone. It's so frustrating when that happens. So you've probably missed a little bit. Yeah, I did a little. <laughs> did it seem like I was very sorry? I thought Ross and I both thought you just had the most intense days of all. Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, she's really giving giving it all in this scene. <laughs> it's mostly um, just uh, worried about this connection. Um, I feel like I don't want to talk to these guys anymore until we can see Miles. Okay. No, he's okay. All right. All right. You know what? Fine. We'll we'll go see Miles. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and now you're all kind of standing around and Mary is kind of in the exact same position she was when you left her. Uh, Ruby is laying down in front of Miles's body and Miles's body is sitting there dead. He's just in torpor. You know that, right? I mean. But can you fix his mind? I His mind? Oh, you mean, what are you talking about? Ross did something to him. You made him the like yeah. what you know. Yeah, no, she did it. She probably got him into a blood bond. Yeah, that's her whole mo. Okay, She's, a blood bond. Yes. What does that mean? If, okay. Well, if uh, someone of a higher generation than yourself feeds their blood to uh, 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 another kindred uh, or or a human um, uh, repeatedly, then there's um, a sympathetic connection that is formed. They sort of feel each other's emotions. And uh, the one that feeds is extremely, extremely reticent to um, disobey. Can it be reversed? Uh, well, uh, let's see if he can. He's a very smart guy. Let's see here. Yes, it can. And um, I can reverse it. I have certain methods uh, that I use to reverse such things. Um, can I tell I if need... he's lying or not? 
You may. You may roll a. Uh, you may will roll a wits plus uh, insight. Wits plus. Okay. Three successes. Ooh. He's full of shit again. He's full of <laughs> this shit. motherfucker. Fucking prick. Um. Okay. And maybe then by going... using my very special methods, you know, we could we could break it. Um. <laughs> I'm going to uh, like walk up to him a little bit and be like, "And what very special methods are those? Please tell me in detail." How you plan to help our friend. You have to give me information first, Jen. You have to give me the information that I need first. I need to know the location of the haven of Sonia Nowak, Churchill Jackson, and I need to know everything about uh, the steel building. I mean, uh, what are they keeping in the basement? That's what I really want to know. You don't know shit. You're using us just like them. If you want to live the unlife that you dream of, I'm going to turn me right now and walk to Mary. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to kneel down in front of Mary. She looks up at you. Mm-hmm. Have you thought more about what we talked about yesterday? I have. not time yet. Soon. Okay. I get up and I look at Erasmus. I go, then I'll wait. And I turn to go back in the van. No, 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 no. You're not going back in the van. Get. Okay. Uh, Look, you have to give me this information. Okay. There's no. Are you really, you're not going to help me. Why should I? I know you're lying to me, Erasmus. You act like you're giving us a better life. You're just like them. You made us into this. I'm... I'm sorry if... uh, this existence has been tough for you, but it's tough for all of us. Ask Kenya, okay? We've all had a hard time. I'm trying to make it easier for all of us. I'm trying to make it better. Curtis. The Haven of Churchill Jackson. Just name the place. How big is this going to be? Um, Actually, as he's talking to you, you guys can kind of hear cars pulling up uh, in the front of the furnaces, you know. Um, he's like, it's going to be big and it all has to happen fast before they're ready for us. And uh, after last night, and he kind of looks over at Mary, after last night, they might start getting ready. So we have to move. If Miles isn't awake and broken from the prince's control, there's no fucking deal. And I leave the room. Okay, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. It's torpor. It doesn't just like magically go away. A lot of it. Okay. 
<laughs> that's okay. Um, as your storyteller, I can tell you that's completely fine. Um, <laughs> e, but of course, Erasmus is annoyed. Curtis, are you still in the room? I uh, I just want to like. I don't like this back and forth. I want to know what your tactics are. You want to strike early, take out Churchill, take out Sonia, take out U.S. Steel, take them out. But from what I've sussed out, these, this organization is in every city in the fucking planet. What's going to stop them from smashing down on you with all the fury they got as soon as you take control? It's a great question. Well, the thing is, uh, what stopped them from coming down on Detroit? I mean, sheer numbers. Um, the fact that these people are very, very interested in holding on to what they have. I mean, <laughs> to the kindred, uh, you know, the city of Cincinnati might as well be a fucking medieval fiefdom. You know, they don't want to get in their carriages and ride over here. Okay. If we just if we just hit fast and hit hard and take out the major players, we'll have months of time to shore up our defenses and to come up with a strategy. And look, you can tell I need you. Some of these people that have responded to my call. You know, they're good at, at, at the things that they do, but not all of them are good at um, tactics. I need people with a strong head on their shoulders. I mean, I chose you, Curtis. My, my coterie chose to give you this gift, and it can be a gift. But I need your help. Curtis, I'm just going to throw something out there, which is that you don't have to give up Sonia or Churchill. Maybe you have a different idea of information you want to give him. Um, maybe if you as a player can't really think of it, maybe you could make a role to kind of come up with like a strategy here if there's something you want to give him. Um, or maybe you just don't want to give him anything. And that's mm -hmm. that's completely fine as well. Okay. Um He's like I mean, Curtis, Curtis is definitely intrigued by the idea of giving some of, authority. Yeah. Um, Just tell me what's in the basement of the steel building. What do they have down there? I can tell you one thing you're right about. Is that these all they seem to care about is what they control at the time. And the whole organization is riven with backbiting and betrayals. Everybody's just out for themselves, building little coalition so they can fuck each other in the back every time the other one's got their back turned i know i know i used to be part of it just like you oh yeah, yeah. what made you walk away here i just i just realized that there had to be a better way to do this but the thing that was stopping us was what? It was capitalism, right? Supply, demand, right? It's the hunt, right? The, the constant hunt. You know, this is my territory. I have to keep my territory. And the urn, see, the urn, it solved that problem, right? So now we have an army. We have a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> uh, we have what they have. 
I can tell you a few things. Okay. What do you want to tell me? I can tell you what's in the basement of U.S. Steel Belly, for one thing. That's a great place to start. That's a great place to start. Um, okay, go ahead. Jen, I just want to, uh, one second, Curtis, you start to tell him, you start to talk. Jen, you've gone back out to the van, and you see that the other Anarchs are showing up, the ones that were at that church. Um, mm -hmm. They're kind of milling about, getting out of their cars. Uh, you also see Kenya out there. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, so if, if there's something you want to do, some way you want to interact with any of them, you're welcome to, if you want to kind of eavesdrop on this meeting Curtis is having, you're welcome to do that. Let me know how you'd like to interact with the, this camp that's kind of suddenly, uh, building up inside of this old furnace. Uh, I think I would just watch and see if there's anything that piques my interest in terms of people coming in or conversations that are being had um, maybe on the outside area. That's a great idea. Okay. So um, why don't you give me a wits plus politics? Okay. <laughs> two successes. Great. Um, that's enough for me to tell you that there are two groups here. Um, I don't mean, I mean, there's a lot of different groups that are starting to show up, uh, you know, three, three kindred here, two here, one lone one, but you see that kind of two groups are forming and the, the sense that you're getting is that there are kind of, um, true believer anarchs on one side of it who aren't all like loaded for bear with weapons. And, you know, they look like, uh, idealists, if you will. And then there's another group that's sort of forming, and they look mad, bad, and dangerous to know. And when you listen to them, they're talking a lot about the urn and when we're going to get fed uh, and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, and then those, those two groups aren't really having a lot of truck with each other because when they start to talk to each other, it's not going very well. Uh-huh. Um, he's basically drawn a, a literal rabble together here like right uh, so what would you uh is there anything else you'd like to do or do you want to just continue to kind of investigate and kind of mill about the crowd do i know where the urn is right now great question uh the urn is uh probably with erasmus's things which are inside the building where mary and miles and the meeting with erasmus is taking place uh between curtis and Erasmus. And it's probably just one big room, I'm guessing. There's not like a different um, point of entry. Right. I mean, there are like a little rooms and like places you can go into in that big building. But yes, it has a big central chamber uh, that contains the huge furnace. Okay. Um, Put it this way. If someone mm -hmm. wanted to go in there, there are a lot of places to hide. There are a lot mm -hmm. of places to sneak around. There are a lot of shadows, etc. Okay. Um, I'd like if I could find to find a vantage point where I can keep an eye on Miles without necessarily being spotted. I'm sure Mary has like a fucking sixth sense for me, but I would like to find a vantage point on him. Great. That um, to people. 
Great. Um, I think that's totally possible. Um, what I want to do is I want to want you to roll your stealth plus your. I think this is a wits plus stealth. I don't think I'm gonna. It's not really about movement. It's about you like figuring out kind of a good kind of perching place where you're kind of not seen, but you can kind of keep an eye on them. Uh, and I, if if you fail it, you are going to be noticed. Uh. By who and how that will affect you, I don't know. And I don't want you to tell me yet. If I don't have stealth, is it just a wits roll, I'm guessing? That's correct. Okay. I don't want you to tell me yet what your result was. I want to go back to Curtis now. Um, and Curtis, what are you telling Erasmus? I would like to be telling Erasmus about Buddy. Mm-hmm. That, he's, that, that he's being kept down there, what his powers were, what his operation was like, that he, that, that from what I know, what I know he claimed to be an independent operator, but he was supplying them with uh, people. In addition to trafficking people, he was trafficking people for blood bags to them from overseas. Okay. Even. Okay. This sounds like someone that we could work with, right? Someone that's being held illegally, held, held against his will. This this is someone we need to bring up out of that basement. Is there anyone else down there? I have a feeling you wouldn't be none too happy to see me. Sure, sure. So, so yeah, we don't send you. We don't send you to do that. Okay. And is there anyone else down there? Um. Uh, is is uh, who is um not. Oh, that's okay. You can ask me as a player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, the one of the two, uh, not Bex, but Nixon. Is he down there? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah uh, squirrely guy, Nixon. One of yours? No, he wasn't. Well, that's not the rap that they got him on. Because he's down there for a traitor. No, um, no, uh, I think. Th- that Mary, you know, neutralized him when she entered the U.S. Steel Building last. And uh, he took the wrath for some of the things that she did. So she's been in there? Oh, yeah. Why, why did she just fuck it up from the inside like she did last night? We needed the urn. We needed to build our strength. We needed to gather followers, and we've done that. Okay, so you're telling me Ross is just putting all of her enemies in a box beneath her home. Really smart. Really, really smart, Ross. Okay, great. Now, Sonia Noak's Haven. Do you know it? That I can't tell you. Mm, but Curtis has been there. I've been there. I'm not. And I'm, so I'm Curtis lying. is lying. Mm-hmm. And so, Curtis, I need a manipulation. Actually, you could use composure if you'd rather. Yeah. Plus subterfuge roll. And you're going to roll it versus Erasmus's insight. No, I had zero hunger at the end of last session because I sucked the the urn juice. Um, (laughs) And I didn't get any extra hunger. I didn't get any extra hungers from waking up. So am I still at zero hunger? That's right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Nice. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll see. 
Okay. So he's going to roll his uh, his uh, wits plus insight versus your uh, manipulation. Or no, I said I said composure. Your composure plus subterfuge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see if shifty little Curtis can pull one over on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of counting. Oh, I'm ready for your answer. How many did you get? <laughs> one. Oh. Okay. Um, Erasmus kind of um, goes, okay, what about Jackson? We know that, you know, you've been working with him. Yeah. So you've been tailing a lot. You've been tailing us. Keeping tabs. Uh, I mean, a little bit. It's been difficult. You know, we've clearly had our own, uh, our own operation to run here. Yeah. You say you need me for uh, need me for tactical advice. Have you fought before? Really? Who me? Yeah, you. I've been in some tight situations. Yeah, this uh, lifestyle puts you in a lot of tight situations. You still haven't answered my question. Churchill Jackson's Haven, Curtis. I've got a question for you. If I start giving you information about the person I was working for, then I want some people working for me. Explain what you mean by that. I need you to give me 10 people. 10 people you trust, 10 people with experience. We are going to work together, and you're not going to give us orders. You can suggest, and I can make suggestions to you. But if you really want to fight this, then you're going to need people who've dealt with, oh, I don't know, urban, Tesebi urban insurgencies before. And that involves a little bit of planning and a little bit of leadership. If you want me to roll on my ex-leader, then I need some people under me to make up the difference. Okay, you know what? That can be arranged if you prove you're loyal, Curtis. Currently... All I know about you is that, uh, you know, you're only as trustworthy as your options are at, at the moment that I'm talking to you. Okay. So I need to know I can trust you. So tell me the truth. Where is Sonia Nowak's haven? This is the thing about trust, all right? We both have limited options. I can't tell you Sonia's haven. Tell me who my people are, and I'll give you Jackson's. Okay. Now I want to know if Jen Brown uh, got any successes on that wits roll. One success. Okay. All right. Um, Cross is in there with you, and... uh, he um, kind of uh, points, uh, I'm sorry, Erasmus points to Cross and kind of points over to a dark corner. And you see Cross start moving over there. Uh, Cross's goons move forward toward you, Curtis. And um, Erasmus says, we don't keep slaves here, Curtis. Okay, everyone here is free. If Good. you want soldiers, you recruit them. All right. I'm not 
the leader. Okay. I'm a guide. Oh. All right. Oh. So uh, what we're going to do right now is we are just going to make sure that we can trust uh, Jen Brown. Uh, hi, Jen. Um, and uh, Cross is currently moving toward you, Jen Brown. Ugh. Um, in what way, I guess? Is he like... Threateningly? <laughs> no, sorry. I mean... <laughs> yeah, sorry, like, I mean... He's, uh, like, his, he's already pulled his like desert eagle. Am I outside of the building and he's inside? Is question. it? Wow, that's a super good question, right? So you're in a dark corner of the building. You kind of came in through a side door and you thought you were pre- in a pretty good position. You were like, you know, 100 yards away and you were kind of in deep shadow behind a big uh, pile of boxes and crates. But apparently Erasmus clocked you. And uh, before you realized it, he had kind of given a signal and crosses almost on top of you. The urn doesn't happen to be near me, does it? The urn is not ex- over there where Curtis and Erasmus have been talking. It's kind of like across the room uh, with Mary and Miles right now. So you could make a dashboard if you wanted to. No. Um, I'm just going to walk forward toward Cross and Great. act scared. Great. Um, he uh, he takes your shoulder and pushes you forward uh, into the circle of light with Curtis and Erasmus. And Erasmus goes, okay, so, um, yeah. And he starts calling in more people from outside and more uh, kindred start entering, one of whom has just the one arm tied under. Uh, you remember that gentleman from earlier. Um, he's kind of waving them in. And now there are, oh, four more guys in here who uh, look mad, bad, and dangerous to know, mm-hmm. uh, in addition to Cross and his two guys. So seven total. Um, and he's looking at you guys, and he's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a loyalty test, okay? Miles Vanderbuck, uh, you know, he failed his uh, when he came to the communion uh, and tried to hurt our leader and he points to Mary and he goes uh, so um, at dawn Jen you and Kenya are thin blood um, you can stand the sun for a few minutes time without taking too much damage uh, at dawn you guys are going to watch Miles's corpse burn in the sun and uh, you heard me and uh, then we'll know. Then we'll know we can trust you. And that I can act on the intel that you gave me. No. No. Okay. You want a test of our loyalty? We fucking brought it back to you. We could have we split right there. You want any of the information we have? I don't give a fuck about dying. Okay? You can put us all on there to burn. We're worth nothing to you dead. And if he dies... I will step into the sun my goddamn self. Well, I might I might force you to do that. I might. Okay. Well, good luck uh, waging your little war. Take these guys uh and uh I don't know, put them in one of those rooms and make sure they're locked in tight. I I, I gotta think about what I'm gonna do with them. Um and now like these seven guys are moving toward you. Um Is and- this what you really want as your leader? 
We're valuable assets to this war you want to rage. And he's willing to kill us because we want to protect one of our own. Don't you want to protect your own? Put them in the furnace. Put them in in the furnace. Am I registering with anyone? (laughs) That's a a really good question. Why don't you give me a charisma plus leadership role? Because that sounded like you were being a leader. I have no leadership. Fuck. Hmm. Uh, So just charisma? Can I do charisma and persuasion? Here's what's going to happen. You you can do charisma flat. But if you succeed, you're getting a dot of leadership right now. (laughs) So you know what I'm going to do to you, Ashley? We do it all the time. I'm going to make you tell me one more time what you're saying to these guys um, as they're kind of closing in on you and grabbing you to take you. uh, Because Erasmus just said, go throw them in the furnace. Right. So this is what I'm doing to you. You know, I always do this to you. (laughs) Uh, So what I'm saying is. We're valuable assets. This little war you want to rage. And. Your leader is willing to burn us because we want to protect one of our own. One of our own who's been taken by the Camarilla and we want them back. Are you willing to let this happen? How is this any better than what they do? He snaps his fingers and you just do what he says? He's a fucking coward. He couldn't keep his shit together for five seconds. I was the one who calmed Mary down. And you're following him? If you're really fucking independent operatives like you think you are, then think for your fucking self. Roll your charisma. Oh, and add a die. Oh, add a die. Okay. Yeah, that Uh, was good. Okay. (laughs) Three successes. Yeah. All right. Um, They pause. Um, and even though these are the scariest looking guys that you saw out there, (laughs) they all kind of pause and they kind of look at him and he's sitting there in his like sport coat with the patches and he's got his like long hair and he's like, put them in the furnace. And they, uh, they go, you gotta sell us the old masters. You gotta give them up to us. We, We can't win this unless you do that. I want to help you. I hate them as much as you do, but I will not let my friend get killed. This is not his fault. That's all we're asking for. Pipe in here. Uh, Yeah, of course you can. It's like, what the fuck is this even for? If it's not the loyalty of the people that you came up with, the people that you, that you fight with, damn it. You think this guy's going to stick his neck out for you? What is this? Some kind of coup? You're 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 running a coup on me, okay? Okay, Mary, uh, and she kind of looks up, and he's like, uh, "Mary, <laughs> uh, what what do we have to say about this? I mean, like, what what are we what are we gonna do here, right? I mean, these people they're they're losing their way, right? They're losing, they're losing, they're not listening to the voice I of God. I have an angel inside of me." The beast is untamed and he wants to tame it. Mary stands up. She walks to where the roller bag that holds the urn is. 
Mm-hmm. She unzips it. She carries it over to Miles's body, and she pours it onto his body. <gasps> pours the vitae onto Miles's body, and suddenly you see Miles go. <gasps> Jen Brown takes a uh, gets a new pip. She gets a pip of leadership. You know what Curtis does too. Uh, and suddenly these guys are like pointing their guns at Erasmus. And he's like, this, you can't be serious about this. You can't be serious. This is not happening. Okay. You uh, still sh- need me to organize this. I have plans. Curtis pulls, pulls his gun out as well. And it's like, didn't you fucking hear her? We're cutting the leash, man. It's time to let the fucking beast out. Bam! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, great. You know what? I think this will be a one-roll conflict. So right now, Curtis, uh, and you're going to get a little bit of points the rest of them, you know? I know, yeah. So so this is a one-roll conflict. So I think that uh, he's going to roll to kind of dodge or run, you know? You're going to roll to just blast him. And uh, whoever wins this, this will decide whether he kind of escapes out into the night or whether you blast him and everybody else follows suit. Is that is that cool? Uh All right. So here we go. Um, This is his kind of uh, dice pool for trying to avoid your shot. And when you're ready, what's it? So you're rolling dexterity plus firearms. What's your dice pool for that? Seven. Okay, let's see who gets the most successes. Ready? Roll. Okay. Three successes. Three successes. (laughs) You like wing him and he just starts running out into the night and the other other guys. (laughs) Yeah, let's see how the let's see what the other guys decide here. Yeah, okay. So um, they all start firing as well. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, but he's out into the courtyard now. Ah. Um, so uh, they're like, what do we do? Do we get him? Um, I tr- I tr- Cross is like. <laughs> I, uh, I turn, I, I look at him and I'm like, turn across. And I go, you, go after him. Turn to the other two. And I say like, Get down on the ground, take shots at him as he pursues. Don't hit cross. And then I see if 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 uh, if Ruby's not Mary attached. She's there. She's by him. your side immediately. And I was okay, like, um, I was like, get him. <laughs> um, they run out into the courtyard, and you can now hear Erasmus like yelling to the other Anarchs, and he's going, "It's time! The revolution is." Now, um, and he's gathered a lot of them around him, and uh, we might have to start doing this uh, like turn by turn because basically your guys and your dog like run out there, and he's like climbing onto the van and addressing everybody in this really loud voice. Um, so yeah, let's start taking it turn by turn uh, here for the last half hour of the show. Um, I want to know what you're going to do this round. So, Curtis, just to be clear, let's let me make sure I have it clear. You sent Cross out after him, mm-hmm. and two of the two of the seven guys that were back there 
to cover cross, right? Uh-huh. And then Ruby take his take his legs out from under him and sending Ruby there to stop him. Yeah, so they may get him. They may get him in this first turn. They you've you've already sicked them on him, and they are not you know they're not useless. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna head out uh, in that direction. I've got their stats right here. Okay, so um, what do you want to do this turn? Me? Yeah, because it looks like um, things are about to come to like a big kind of um, a shift here. He's like trying to talk to the other anarchs, and there are there are currently thirty anarchs out there of the forty that you've met. Uh, plus. I mean, almost the entire group that you uh, talked to before. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted also, I think for this round, I, w- I just want to get him down. So I think I'll join in the, in the, in the firefight. Okay. And so then, you're just going to like move to the door and start firing at him. With the Jen, what are you going to do? Um, okay. I am going, I want to uh, restrain Miles. I know Thomas isn't here, but you know, and he's still blood bonded to the prince. So I want him. Right. I want him alive, but I want him restrained. So well, the thing that's going with Miles is like you can tell that he's not like conscious. He's not talking to you. He's not, <laughs> like he's just kind of like recovering from whatever happened to him. And now that he's like covered all in blood, he's like almost in fetal position, and he's just kind of moving like a baby in the womb, kind of uh-huh. uh, as Mary kind of like pours the urn over him. Um, so what would you like to do? Oh, his wounds are kind of like closing and knitting up. Um, okay. So he's, he doesn't, what you're saying basically is like, he doesn't seem like he needs to be restrained. No. Okay. No. And I think you could walk there and you could see that. And then was, is there anything else you'd like to do this round? Um, can I see, are there, um, there's probably not windows I can see out of to know what I hear Erasmus shouting though, probably. Right. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go up to Mary and, and basically say like things are fracturing what would you do now you have to let them follow their beast you have to let them follow the angel inside them don't become like him don't become like your prince let them listen and let them decide. Um, okay. okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out after she says that. To- okay. Um, so, um, you let's let's start this round. So Erasmus is just gonna climb up onto this uh, this thing and make a social roll, but it may be really interrupted by all of these gunshots. <laughs> so why don't you uh, make your gunshot, Curtis? Man. It's like one of my biggest dice pulls, and I got a total failure. Oh no! Okay, okay. So um, the other guys start firing. There's three of them. Yeah, and so they don't miss. They do a lot of damage all together. And then Ruby attacks, and she's fast. And he's not that far away. So she runs out there and starts to drag him off the side of that van as he's trying to climb up onto it. That's a had a girl. Um, okay. And now his role to get up there. And he's using what abilities he has. 
but it's totally not enough. So he kind of like takes a bunch of shots and starts and then Ruby pulls him down. And now the Anarchs are all screaming and shouting and rushing to him and saying they've killed Erasmus and Cross. And his guys are like out there pointing guns at everybody. And it's about to be a bad, bad situation. So what is, uh, you know, I think uh, Jen Brown, it took you around to talk to Mary and run out there. Uh So now you're out there. Uh, Curtis, you're out there. You're just like mm-hmm. kind of just outside the building that you just came out of with your gun drawn. What would you like to do this round? Jen Brown. I feel like I, I should have said that I wanted to do this, but okay. could I have taken a little bit of a sip from the urn before I ran out knowing that I needed some juice? <laughs> gotta get that juice. I gotta um, get that juice. Sorry. You know what? Gotta get my juice. You know what? I'm being a, Bad boy. Saying that urn is empty. It was all spent on miles. Okay, that's fine. Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to well then by my own druthers, I suppose. I'm going to um I'm gonna get up on top of another car and try to shout to get everyone's attention. And I'll help her by ship firing into the air. Okay, so what we're going to do now is you're going to do an intimidate roll, Curtis. You're going to add a die because you're firing a gun into the air. <laughs> and you're like, shut up. Um, and uh, you can roll composure or no, roll resolve plus intimidate. And then Jen Brown, they will listen to you if Curtis's uh, intimidate goes off. Okay. Uh, and then what are you going to say to them? Do you know? Uh, vaguely. Uh, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna let you say it and then we'll roll. Okay, we'll do it like that. So first, let's see how Curtis's intimidate goes. What's your pool for that? Your resolve plus intimidate four pips. Okay, and how'd nice. you roll? One. Ah. Okay, they're not quite listening yet. Jen Brown, time for you to talk. They're not quite listening yet. They're all kind of like uh, screaming and pulling at Erasmus and trying to get him back up. So what are you going to say? Okay, Uh, I'm going to say this man is as is a liar and a coward. He is as bad as the Camarilla. I know you don't know me, but you know the other men in this group. Would they have turned on this man for no reason? And I'm going to like gesture to cross and the other people that they must know. Okay. Um, All right. Give me, uh, you now have a charisma plus leadership. You have a dot in it now. I do. Uh, and um, <clears throat> if you'd like, you could use composure instead, actually, because you're acting calm in the face of a scene it's of chaos. It's the same. So the same. We'll okay, see. great. Let's let's call it let's call it composure since it doesn't matter. And um, how many dice is that? Uh, that's four, and I got two successes. Two successes. Mm-hmm. Everybody stops to listen to you for a minute. Okay. They've all do stopped. You, do you see how Mary isn't out here? If this was done improperly, if this was the wrong thing to do, I would be splayed across the ground right now. I'm not asking you to follow me. I'm not asking you to not be angry or to not have questions. But what I'm asking you is to come inside. And leave him be. 
He said the revolution was tonight. Because he knew he was losing power, which is what he wanted. He doesn't want an equitable partnership with all of you. He wants a second Camarilla. He turned us to make us puppets just like they did. I want a different way, don't you? Yeah, I want a different way. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck him, college boy. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Uh, Kenya walks forward and she's like, He found the urn. He had a plan. The Camarilla is going to move against us tonight, maybe. Tomorrow night. We've got to move against them first. You're right. Are you ready to lead this revolution? Then let's move against them. Let's do it fast and quick before they can gather their strength. Let's not do, let's not follow somebody last time he was in a fight. It was in a fucking video game. <laughs> let's uh, hit him hard. Let's hit him where it hurts. Let's hit him soon. Not, not to raise up a false prophet, but to let, but to let the angel out. Loyalty. Freedom, loyalty, freedom, <laughs> loyalty, freedom, loyalty, freedom. And that's when Mary appears uh, walking through the crowd. And she says, God wants us to sacrifice, sacrifice endlessly. Our pain glorifies him. He wants the angels who have betrayed their divine nature to be brought. No, the proud angel who thinks his laws are above God's. The meek angel who hides in the shadows and whispers so they think that God cannot hear their words. She climbs up onto the van in like one movement. He sees them. He hears them. And he wants their temples sundered, their towers to fall. He wants Elysium to be taken. And then everybody starts just going apeshit and cheering. <laughs> and God, it's a fucking blood rave. <laughs> After all. And I can't believe it. I think we're going to stop there. <laughs> I think we're going to stop there. At least you guys are like, oh, you're disappointed. Well, I'll tell you something. We can we can actually we can we can figure a couple other things out. One thing that I think happens is if either of you have a stain, uh-huh. it's gone. Oh. Yeah. Because our, one of our chronicle tenets is not to let them make you a slave. Mm. And uh you have not let yeah. you have not let Erasmus make you into the anarch version of a slave. So um there's that. I think that you get some willpower back right now, too. Ooh, that I'm going to go nice. ahead and give some willpower back. Let's see. Uh, you know what? Each of you can take two if you're down. Awesome. I'll take two willpower you can back. You never get above the level that you started with? Is that true? You, that's correct. You can't go above that level. And I want to ask you, um, I want to ask you, because this is important, actually. We can spend our last, the last 20 minutes of our session, maybe not even all 20 minutes. What do you think is going to happen now? <laughs> I don't know. Because 
don't know. I didn't think that you would end this session in charge. Of <laughs> this is where we want to be. I'm, yeah. Curtis is but psych- I like it. I like it for you. I yeah. like it for you. You know why I like it as your storyteller? Because it feels like something, it's going to be very difficult for you to manage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mary, uh, your good pal, has just oh, yeah. called for taking Elysium. Right. Um, so that's probably going to happen very soon. In fact, it's probably going to happen in our Gen Con game. I was going to say, night. is that going to be the Gen Con Eastern. game? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Yes, a crew of Anarchs is going to attack Elysium tomorrow night. Yes. Um, um, okay. She also called out, you know, Churchill and Sonia in a way. I mean, like... Uh, I got no love for them, but... um, Yeah, we'll find out what happens tomorrow night, but I just want to make sure my players know what's in the offing here. I mean, it it feels like the revolution, like many revolutions, is kind of starting of its own momentum. Uh Uh-huh. These things have a way of, yeah, getting out of control real fast and switching leadership very fast. (laughs) They do, don't they? They do. These things, I mean, if you even look at history, they, they often switch leadership a lot, these revolutions and coups. But we'll we'll be the ones who stay in power. Yeah, I think we're good. I don't think there's any reason that we would get ousted. Yeah. What are they going to do if Mary asks them for Churchill and for Sonia's uh, havens? Well, for me, uh, I don't know about Curtis, but I I just wanted Miles to be okay, and I felt like our only leverage was the info that we had. So I really didn't want to get into a situation where we gave them we showed all our cards, and then Miles got you know ashed. Um, although I am worried that Sabrina is still with them. Mm -hmm. Sabrina is on the, yeah, she's, she's with Sonya's clan. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, there's that. Um, I need, I need you guys to tell me, I think what you think you'll do. I mean, like, uh, Elysium's going to get attacked and, uh, you know, you are the leaders now. You can't just stand at the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Um, and Curtis was talking about acting quickly and tactically. So, um, and you don't have to reveal now, but I, I actually do want to know, what are your characters going to do? What is what? Are, what are you going to go after? What are you going to do in this revolution that's starting right now? I think that Curtis meant what he said. And uh, it's, if you want to, he's learned, I think that if you want to, if you want to not be a slave and a puppet in this world, then you got to have power of your own. And, so now, so let's use it while we got it. And as much as, as much as he was trying to work to get into Churchill's good graces, and he just loved every bit of that sweet, sweet approval. Um, well, Churchill's an enemy now. So, um, he's the most likely line of defense. So he got to go. Fuck, Jen Brown. What do you think? Hmm. You don't, you don't, you kind of don't like both sides, Jen Brown, right? She's like, uh, she, she's, she's not really that enamored with the Anarchs either, is she? No, I mean, and I'm, I think she's acutely aware that this idea that like they could just be a flat hierarchy is not going to work. Uh, but at the same time, I think Erasmus not being at the head has made her a little bit more amenable. Um, and that Curtis, 
she and Curtis are at the head makes her a little bit more amenable because I think Jen does have like a little bit of a power hungry streak. Probably mm-hmm. she I owns her own tech company. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy being being the uh, the generalissimo to uh, Jen Brown, CEO of the NRC. <laughs> well, then I think that the decision that will have to be made, and we can let the events of the Gen Con game affect it somewhat. So you can wait to make the decision is are we striking there there are two other big threats that we know of which are churchill and sonia it's what erasmus kept asking you uh when we play our game on saturday who are we striking at and also what is miles's role going to be in all of this (laughs) no idea um i mean come back and for you guys to be like okay so we control the anarch army now Um, uh, Thomas has been so hilariously furious. At- <laughs> I know. So genuinely mad. Um, oh, you shouldn't have got torpored. Shouldn't have got torpored. He could have uh, stopped you. So, Maybe how many not. anarchs do we have under our control right now? There were 40 in that courtyard. Um, and do we have a sense at all of how many vampires? Elysium has. I mean, okay. not in Pittsburgh, but like are at the ready at Elysium. Like the people Elysium, that are. Elysium, you saw a lot of ghouls uh, in those security uniforms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on any given night, there were maybe one or two vampires who had some business with the prince, uh, you know, some reason to be there. Friday nights was often more of like the prince holding court. So mm-hmm. it was a time to kind of go and sort of uh, all kind of commune together if you were a Camarilla vampire. Um, there are a lot of factions running around out there. You guys took out uh, the Ventru leadership before tonight, like sessions and sessions ago. But, you know, that premier doctor that you spoke with in your first session, he's still out there somewhere. Right. You've never even ever talked to the Toreador clan uh, in right. a meaningful way, except for um, Lara, who kind of runs a coterie uh, based around the nightclubs of the city. Um, there are all kinds of targets, uh, but, le- you know, it is true in a revolution that, you know, the leadership usually is what you need to make tumble first. And then, right. you know, you get a little more time and a little more wiggle room. So, um, boy, I, I, th- it, what a crazy game. I love this. Yeah. 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 Holy so shit. <laughs> It was very fun. Um, think about it a little bit because I'll, and I'll let you know what happens in uh, in tomorrow night's game, and then you'll be able to really kind of decide how you guys want to how you guys want to um, rage against the dying of the light on Saturday. So we don't need to give any sort of uh, like specifics uh, specifics before tomorrow. We're just going to see how tomorrow happens. Or well, I think that I think that. Um, you can send me any specifics you like, or you can tell them to me right now if you're thinking of something right now. Chris, but, do you uh, have anything? Um, as the general of the Anarchs? <laughs> yeah, as the new war leader? <laughs> yeah. War captain? Um, you don't have to, obviously, but... Yeah, I mean, just off off, off the top of the dome, like, uh, <laughs> attack, attacking a highly fortified high-rise is pretty Probably not tough. Good. Yeah. Um, very tough. Although there there might be ways of doing it if we could get if we could find secrety entry points, but uh, um, getting people luring people out um, and attacking them outside is an option. Something I'm, and also, yeah, 
and, and, and taking, taking out people in their havens also. But before if you're playing in tomorrow's game, I hope you're listening to Curtis give you strategy straight from the source right now. Yeah, yeah. Attacking people in their havens, also attacking people and making it look like other factions within the Camarilla so that they distrust each other to so, mm, so uh, that's good. So discord in their own ranks. This is um, all good juicy stuff. Do you feel like Churchill is the best as the basically the the general of the Camarilla a bit? Do you feel like he's the one to hit? I feel like he might be the one to hit because he's he's got the He's got the power. He's got the eyes on the street. I I can't wait to see that that scene. <laughs> That's gonna be straight out of Donnie Brasco. <laughs> Whoa, you know what I mean? What a sad day that's gonna. Sad night, rather. That's gonna be. I want to thank Ashley wait. Birch and uh, Ross Bryan again. Thank you guys so much. We'll have Tommy back next time, and it'll be another big bloody mess. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And now your Pittsburgh fact. Pittsburgh has more bars per capita than any other city in the U.S., 12 for every 10,000 residents, which makes it a great place for kindred to hunt drunken, vulnerable prey, sapping out their life force through their greedy fangs. Mm -hmm.